hello dearly beloved how are you doing it's been a really really beautiful season and i hope that you know you're experiencing joy peace fulfillment rest and renewal on your side as well i have uh, just a contemplation that i wanted to share with you today and I believe that it's going to be of value for you as a visionary leader, a future forward female, and someone setting up themselves to be at the cutting edge of your work and personal life. And today, I just want us to explore authentic leadership conversations. The reason this is important for me is because someone rightly said, that assumption is the lowest form of knowledge assumption is the lowest form of knowledge and in my work as a coach a corporate trainer consultant and even counselor especially to female leaders i find that we straddle our work our engagements uh, decision making and even the way we we go about and execute our vision we layer a lot of emotionalism into many of the things that we do. Thus, we're sometimes projecting our fears, we're projecting our conditioning, and projecting our assumptions. And so if you want to really, really be at the cutting edge of your life and vision, you definitely don't want to be caught in the assumption game especially with your significant relationships. Leaders recognize the need for the right knowledge because the right knowledge offers you a toolkit for excellent decision-making. The right knowledge offers you a multidimensional prism of perception and vantage points that allow you weigh things uh, logically and help you see the bigger picture that you sometimes miss when you are making assumptions or when you have questions you've never asked but you've often wondered about and very importantly as well the right knowledge especially when you receive them directly from people that matter to you can strengthen your perception of yourself as well as your role in meaningful alliances from that point on you can do better you can be better and you can even execute your own goals better so what am i getting to today i find that many women are very sentimental very emotional and that's not a problem that's a gift, but you need to know how to channel your emotions. You need to know how to leverage your emotions and not make them into a handicap, right? And one of the ways that people do make their emotions into a handicap in their lives is when you just project what you're feeling and thinking on other people and you draw conclusions from that place without being clear, without being sure without engaging the power of active questioning. So I want to teach you how to leverage active questioning as a female leader across multiple relationships in your life so that you can, um, you, you can make wiser conclusions, right? 
and you can build stronger alliances and not merely over emotionalize so this is what leads us into what is called authentic leadership conversations and they're not authentic leadership conversations because you're talking about leadership but they are authentic leadership conversations because there are conversations that leaders have and the answers you get from them immediately shape the kind of decisions you can make the kind of relationships you can build the kind of perception that you can carry um, about others and project about yourself so i'm going to take you through seven significant relationships that you might have or will have in the coming days and from the questions i will show you to ask you can carry that and use it even in other types of relationships so let's say you've got uh, these seven relationships going on in your life and I've handpicked these ones because they really represent significant relationships that visionary women and visionary leaders, future forward female, will have in their lives, even if you don't have all of them currently. You're likely to have a mentor, a spouse or significant partner, an employer or manager, head of department. You're likely to have an associate, a right-hand man, someone you trust and work with someone you love and respect and they love and respect you as well hopefully you're likely to have a mentee you're likely to have an employee or team members within your organization and then you've got friends and your own circle that you love and care about and you share your life with so let me take you through questions that you could ask in each of these relational contexts that will produce authentic conversations and answers and you can take those answers in the course of the next 30 days if you go through this exercise of just engaging these different people in your life and asking these kinds of questions and more you're going to knock off the lack of clarity you're going to knock off assumptions you're going to come into discoveries you didn't even know existed and you're going to do better in those relationships as well as as a person. And this is the gift that we give ourselves when we climb out of the comfort zone of assumptions into authentic conversations, especially when we take the onus and we go ahead to ask the questions. So let's say over the course of the next 30 days, you take, out, you take people out to lunch or you put a call through to them, or you do an email or a WhatsApp chat, right? Or you sit across the table with them at dinner, or just even, you know, in the comfort of your room, in the case of a significant other or your spouse, and you said, hey, can I just get 20 minutes of your time? I want to know some things and watch out for the kind of responses that could come out to you. So with your mentor, someone you look up to, someone that offers you advisory guidance and a vulnerable exchange of life and insights what if you started to ask questions like this how can i get better or how can i get the best out, out of my relationship with you you're my mentor and i really want to understand you better i want to understand what contexts allow you show up at your best in a mentoring relationship with me what will make you pull back 
how should i show up in this relationship in a way that adds value to you and adds value to me right you could ask them what are your expectations of me and this is a particularly important question because many times in a mentorship relationship, we sort of fixate on what we want to get out of it, which is good. You have to be clear on that. But it's also important for you to understand what your mentor expects of you. And this is a great question to ask. A third question could be, in what context do you naturally transfer highest levels of insights? Are you, do you prefer that I just come along with you to events, for example, or are you at your best sharing insights when I sit with you, or would you just love to share resources that have helped you and could help me? In what context do you naturally transfer the highest levels of insights to a mentee? And watch out for the answers that could come through. They could be mind-blowing. For your spouse or your significant partner in a relationship, you could be asking, how can I serve you this season? What do you believe to be my greatest needs of you? This is an unusual question that many women don't know how to ask because we are often not excellent at emotional negotiations. Now, the first question, how can I serve you this season? is so easy, right? And it's so comfort zone because we love and we serve and we give. But imagine asking, what do you believe to be my greatest needs of you? And watch out for what they would say. And in case your spouse or significant partner isn't clear what your greatest needs are of them, that gives you an opportunity to actually offer clarity and you're taking assumptions away like they don't care enough or they're fixated on their own goals, they don't support me enough because now you're really asking, what do you believe to be my greatest needs of you? A third question could be, how would you describe my vision this year? And this is just to test the waters if you're communicating your vision, your goals and your aspirations clear enough. For your employer or uh, your manager, head of department, a stakeholder that you sort of report to or who gives credible feedback on your performance or requires your work to be excellent and for you to deliver on key performance outcomes. These are questions you could be asking. Why do you have me in this role? Why do you have me in this role? Why me in this particular particular role? And you could be surprised about the vantage point they'll bring in terms of how they see you, how they see your expertise. And they might even show you um, a perception they hold about your work and your capacity that you sometimes don't see. You could also be asking, in what ways could I add the greatest value to this organization? Number three, you could be asking, how can I make your work easier? How can I make your work easier? And this is always an exciting question. Every time that I've asked um, a decision maker, a person I was reporting to corporate career, how can I make your work easier? They lit up and they start to really speak their minds, um, not just about things pertaining to competence, but even other things like political IQ, the context of how the workplace culture looks like, and even sometimes personal struggles or challenges that they were facing. 
at number four an associate or your right hand man and this could even just be your pa it could be an intern uh, working with you on your side gig while you're still pursuing your corporate career it could be a ministry partner you know anyone who has a degree of some something like maybe even a mentorship relationship with you they look up to you they respect you they serve a vision with you and you rely on them as a key support system for your work and your vision that this is definitely an important conversation to have and i'm giving you some powerful questions that i've asked and i believe you should also you could be asking them what are your most audacious goals this season what are your most important goals this season and how can i contribute to help you achieve them this is a second question that is sometimes my favorite and here you could be asking if you're displeased with me or my leadership approach what would you do what would you do and you could be surprised about how people typically respond in the face of um, something that displeases them and that could give you an opportunity to even understand where they are how you can help them and how they're perceiving that relationship they have with you and at number three you could be asking what what do you consider to be the most exciting parts of our partnership what do you love the most about what we share you standing with me as an associate what do you believe to be the most exciting powerful parts of our partnership and the moment answers begin to come through on this one you can use it to even strengthen how you make the relationship grow for a mentee that you're invested in and you want to grow that mentoring relationship to the next level you could be asking questions like what are you seeking in this relationship number two what part of your future do you see in me and seek to nurture this is a question i love love to ask and i have gotten the most unexpected answers whenever i ask a mentee why are you drawn to me what part of your future do you see in my today and you want to really nurture that part of your future and begin to grow and strengthen it through our mentorship relationship. At number three, you could be asking, what can stand in your way of really receiving from me? I started to ask this question when I began to discover that sometimes a mentor might be giving their best, but a mentee has real challenges that could stop them from receiving things like emotional fragility right if you're too fragile you don't take feedback everything seems like it's too much and it's an attack on your person i really can't mentor you you know as an example because it means that you you have an unproductive relationship with truth and because i am loyal to principles we're going to be jamming at a frequency you might not like so i often love to ask as well what can stand in your way of really receiving from me, you see? Um, and sometimes if I love that mentee, I will then provide guidance for how they could navigate those obstacles. At number six, for an employee who reports to you or is employed in your organization or even just a team member within the organization you are employed in, you could ask, how does your current role with us the organization or even in the team make you into a better person and with this question you are forcing them to take ownership of their growth and to draw connecting lines between their work 
and their personal development. You could also be asking, do you see any intersection between your aspirations and our own business goals? I love, love, love this question because team members who have stayed with my organizations the longest are usually those who feel like in achieving the business goals, they also accomplish in a degree of their own personal aspirations. And a third question you could be asking is, what's more important to you right now? Honestly, would it be money or would it be a chance to grow yourself? And you'd be surprised at the kind of answers you could also get with this particular question. Finally, with friends, these are a few questions I recommend that you ask. Number one, and this is always a bestseller, how can I serve and support you? How can I serve and support you? How can I show up for you? This is special because that's what friends do. We support one another, we serve one another, we, and we, we stand with one another, we show up uh, for one another, right? A second question you could be asking is, and this one is really special, it's for those on the growth curve. You ask, how are you evolving and what's changing about you? It's almost like I want, I don't want an evolution gap between us or in our friendship. So how are you evolving? How are you growing? What are you learning? What's changing about you? So that I can really uh, sort of pace up and I can relearn you in a new way. And the third question I often love to ask is, what are your expectations of me? Because sometimes people had expectations of me in the friendship that got them so disappointed uh, because I wasn't just wired that way. And this is really important as well when you're stepping into new alliances. There are times you want to be... So you want to hold a strategic partnership with the person, but they want to be friends with you. And in simply asking, what are expectations of me? You might begin to really understand where they are and you might, you might sort of heal um, any misconceptions or any expectations that don't align to how you want to show up in that relationship. Okay, so these are seven significant relationships in your life. And I've given you three questions at least that you could be asking to open up authentic conversations. Leaders don't shy away from authentic conversations. And every single time you get clarity about where people stand, you own right knowledge the right knowledge and the right knowledge is a tool for decision making for goal accomplishment for visionary execution for identity refinements for powerful perception and for clarity so go for it in the course of this month and don't forget to write back let me know what you're learning what surprised you and how you are using this particular um, tool of authentic leadership conversations and I will talk to you soon. Remember that when you have a mission, you don't need permission.